Hi, this is Bob Williamson. One question for God. Imagine if you had an appointment today at 10 o'clock with God, and he had agreed beforehand to answer one question. What would you ask him? Hmm. Stop what you're doing, meditate, and think about this for a moment. Selah. Would you ask why such a compassionate, loving God allows suffering in this world? Would you ask when he will return for us? Would you ask God to explain how he created the world? How about that question concerning is there life on other planets? How can he be everywhere at once? How can he know what is going to happen before it happens? How could he escape time and always have existed? Why is so why is blood so significant in the big scheme of things? Well, I see my sweet little pup Koopy in heaven. I often thought about questions that I intend to ask God when I die and enter paradise. At the top of my list is why he allowed Satan to retain retain so much power when he caught him rebelling against him and threw him out of heaven. And why even through today he allows temptation to be so, well, tempting. The Bible states in Matthew seven thirteen, Enter it through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Why? Unfortunately, I don't have a face-to-face meeting with God at 10 at least one that I know about. So how do I obtain my answers? As for me, I scour the Bible. Google has made this task much easier and faster. I can type in a question or subject that I'm curious about and add Bible verse to the string, and within seconds, various Bible verses and commentary germane to that subject appear like magic. Until I arrive in heaven, I must be content with the answers that I can find within the Bible. As with Supreme Court justices, I think it's a slippery slope to make up answer based on human logic instead of using established law. The justice's job is to examine the Constitution and use it to render their decision based on the original intent of the writer of the law. Unfortunately, some liberal judges like to make up their own laws based on their preferences, politics, and prejudices, and the founder's original intent becomes perverted beyond recognition. In the final analysis, they're perhaps more responsible than anyone for banning school prayer, abortion, and other sins against God that are destroying our country. 
It is interesting that the same holds true with various clergy and organized religion. They seem to have an opinion that the laws within the Bible don't really mean what they state. It's old-fashioned and applied to the olden times with old men writing law is their mantra. They seem to believe that we need to modernize it and be more woke. They have perverted God's word to allow pretty much anything that their congregations want to do. Just as Aaron followed, allowed the Jews to build and worship a golden calf while Moses was on the mountain receiving the Ten Commandments, these misguided clergy, clergy repeat his folly. The Bible is clear that Jesus was extraordinarily precise that the laws as ordained in the Bible will remain forever. Matthew 5.17 Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Bottom line, God's laws don't change with societal whims. We can amend the Constitution, but we cannot amend the Bible. God has revealed exactly what he wants to reveal for this time. Most have not even scratched the surface of studying and understanding the huge amount of knowledge presented in the Bible, much less need more information. We should be content with what has been given to us and try to abide by it as best we know how. I see nothing wrong with looking forward to that time when God will explain the unanswered volumes of mysteries that he has not chosen to reveal at this time. But for now, plenty remains for our perusal. The important thing is that we understand that the Bible contains all the information that we need in this life is not to be trifled with, distorted, perverted, or changed. Listen to Jesus. Psalm 118, I'm sorry, Psalm 119.89. Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend and go to church this Sunday.